Good morning and happy Thursday or whatever day it is that you're watching this. Hello and I hope you guys are all doing well. Today Rhonda and I are going to talk about grounding in the midst of chaos and let's see here she comes. She is joining now live from California and as we wait for her to come through um, there she is. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I love your glasses. Oh, thank you. If you can't see me, if you're listening to the podcast version, I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm really excited to talk about um, finding grounding within chaos. And I love that your background is currently a hotel, temporary lodging. So, um, lot of chaos and change happening so this is the perfect topic for us to tackle this week yeah totally I love that so a few gosh back in September it was September 3rd that we did a live on um, a similar staying, staying calm during the storm is what we called it and so we're gonna like pull some notes from that and then we're gonna go into some other stuff just grounding in chaos so I'm kind of excited to like revisit the topic, um, but then also bring some different stuff to the table today. Me too. This is a good one. It's such a good one. I'm so excited. So I guess let's recap um, our staying calm in the storm um, Instagram live from September 3rd. So I can't even believe that that was like six months ago. <laughs> I know. I can't even believe it. And it's... I feel silly. I have my notes somewhere. I just... That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll forgive you. It's okay. Rhonda is in the middle of a move right now. So that's a lot of what inspired, you know, bringing up this topic again, um, just because moving is probably one of the most potentially, potentially one of the most chaotic things you can go through. <laughs> so true. Absolutely. Yeah. And just a lot of transition overall um, for you and your family. So, okay. We talked about when staying calm during the storm, um, we talked about anxiety and um, the what ifs and the worrying that comes along with um, storms, I guess, just everything like life. Um, there's anxiety, there's worry, there's what ifs um, and panic mode. So some of our tips that we went over were meditation and breath work. And um, I think this was Rhonda's idea, actually, but having a, a worst case scenario blare out where you just take five minutes or less and just go full force, like worst case scenario, all the crazy things that could go wrong, just air them out, get them out, <laughs> kind of cleanse yourself of that. Yes. Is that something like with yeah, your move? Get it out and leave it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get it out and leave it. I like that. I did that about two weeks ago, and now I feel much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That's good. Um, and then if something else we talked about was what if good. So instead of all the what if this goes wrong, what if this, what if we flip the script and said what if good? Like what are what are the best case scenario? Like and they can be completely out of left field. Um, what are those things that could come from this thing? So with your situation, you're moving, and um, I don't know how much you want to divulge about that, but with that, like, what is, what are some of those crazy, like, what if good scenarios that can come from this? Right. So I was dwelling on the bads for 
probably a whole month, I would say, um, and just a lot of deep conversation with my husband and this crazy time that we're going through a lot of uncertainty right now. Yeah. Um, so my husband's leaving the military, and uh, so we have to move because we can't afford to stay in California, and some things fell through, and it's just like a lot of disappointment came with that, but... There's Elena and I have been talking about the secret a lot, and um, especially in January is when it really took off for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to the book, and now I own a copy of the book, and I try to uh, refresh myself with the practice. And I think it's really cool to think about the good because it's it's like the universe is your catalog, and you can pick out anything that you want. And if you're familiar mm-hmm. with the secret practice, it's, it's essentially that. like good thoughts are what you should be emitting and it'll come back to you so Mm -hmm. dwelling on all the uncertainties and the unknowns is extremely stressful (laughs) for both of us and you know and it could have a damper on your relationship and things like that but the more communication we got out the better it became and the more positive I kept my thoughts um I was able to not derail completely and you know potentially ruin something forever you know kind of thing um but yeah, so thinking about all the goods, like there has to be a reason that we're we're leaving California. Like there is something better for both of us mm-hmm. somewhere else, and we're gonna find that. I don't know where it is yet. <laughs> I'm not that stressed about it anymore. Like I'm realizing I need to enjoy this time in in the in between. Like the mm-hmm. world is our oyster kind of thought. Like yeah. Both, like if Rob's getting out of the military, I had to quit my job so that we could leave, and I loved it there at the library, but. Now we have no strings attached, literally. Like we're right. taking our trailer and we could just go wherever. Like we have a destination right now, but it's super temporary and we just don't know what's gonna happen, but that's okay. It was really stressful for a while, you know, yeah. thinking about it like all the unknowns and not having a home to move to or anything like or to come back to. You right. know, that's hard to yeah. that's hard to handle and get a grasp on. But the more you think about it in the goods the better your soul will feel about it. And you can start thinking about all the opportunities that are awaiting you. And I'm really excited to take this adventure. This is like a once in a lifetime situation. It's so unique to us and what we're going through. It's, it's incredible. And I'm blown away by the opportunity and I'm trying to find all the grace and all the gratitude that I can for mm-hmm. everything going on and instead of stressing about um having the house clean i'm just like all right well let's get the house clean so that we can soak up our time here and you know keep moving so <laughs> it's just keeping those thoughts going and, and and looking for all the goods completely life-changing especially yeah. for something so um uncertain right now yeah I think what you said about finding just it as a looking at it as an opportunity and finding the opportunity in the situation is awesome because it's an opportunity for your own growth, for your own, like exercising your own patience, stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's, that's huge being able to do that. And I like to think of when we go through these stressful times and you, you know, have these momentary like freakouts, I like to, (laughs) and it happens, right? We all do it, whether you're a military spouse, you're in the military, you're not in the military, you're moving, you're not moving, whatever. There's times where you freak out, like, you know, maybe your car broke down and you have to pay this bill and then this and this, this comes up. Um, So when these freakouts happen, I like to (laughs) 
try to think of like separating myself from the situation and like when you can when you can do that you can look at it more objectively and when you do that you almost pull back the suffering because all of our suffering doesn't necessarily come from what's happening to us the actual circumstance it's coming from the way we're reacting the way we're internalizing it so taking that slow step back is really for me it's been helpful to like okay whoa <laughs> whoa pin the grenade like pull yourself back elena like let's see what's really going on and yes this sucks that xyz happened but i don't have to let that ruin my day or anything like that exactly that's absolutely true because we talk about this all the time like you can only control like your so actions much. and your reactions to things and right that's really important to realize in these super stressful situations right and you could change things for the better too like you have the control to stay positive which will in turn make the transition or whatever it is um a bit more graceful for you right <laughs> <laughs> totally and I just like gosh when you think about reality of like what's really happening and a lot of our turmoil and our anxiety and our worry comes from um, resistance to what reality is or thinking it should be a different way like you know I guess an example is you know I graduated college and I should have the best job right out of college and that's the way I think it should be but the reality is it's not really like that so my pain comes from thinking that reality should be something different than what it actually is. So you're putting that resistance towards it when, um, you know, we can just look at it differently. Like the way you're looking at this move is so perfect because you really like the world is open to you and your husband and you guys can go, like you said, wherever you want. And like the best place for you is going to come into your life some some well, way or another. Somehow. Somehow, yeah. And and to kind of get into like the, the more deeper parts of this is like the visualization the visualization of what you really want um, will manifest itself. Mm -hmm. If you have that passion for it, it, it will happen. Your thoughts become things, you know, and that's part of the secret that Elena and I have been just on about for like since this new year. And I'm so thankful and grateful for it because it is literally changing my life right now. And part of me wonders, mm -hmm. you know, um, because I started having those thoughts, it was like 20 days after I listened to the whole book, um, that the news dropped that we had, would have to move. And part <laughs> of me is like, did I do that? You know, maybe in my thoughts, like, <laughs> yeah, did you manifest this? <laughs> initiate this change because I would have been happy here and made things work for me um to you know for my husband to have such a great job to stay here and all that stuff but yeah. part of me has to wonder like maybe it's my thoughts that initiated the change and and I can you know keep putting emitting those um powerful visualizations of what I really want and where I want us to be and what I want my house to look like and, right. and I go to bed and wake up thinking about where I want like what my house is gonna look like <laughs> yeah I love that that's so cool what I've been driving on lately so I built yeah. the pieces of it in my head before I'm going to bed what the fence is gonna look like what the driveway is gonna look like so just like that powerful feeling you know yeah that I'm, I'm trying to thrive on because that's what I can control so right and yeah. one of the things that we can also control is our breathing. And I mentioned this in the very beginning and we talked about it in Staying Calm during the Storm um, Instagram Live back in September and your breathing. So one of the things that we've shared before is just the four square breathing. It's breathing in for four seconds, 
holding it for four seconds, letting it out for four seconds, and then repeating four times. And when we practice our breathing like that, deep breathing, our muscles relax, we get more oxygen flow to the body, to the brain, um, your blood pressure actually comes down and your endorphins start getting released uh, more readily, more easily, and um, your body's natural detoxification processes improve. And that's just by practicing this deep breathing. <laughs> it's so simple, it's so simple. And you can do it anywhere. Um, like you can do it sitting in your car before you go into work if you're worried about a meeting or something. And it helps you so much to recenter yourself. And I know you, Rhonda, you do this and I do this, um, especially you know when we're going into crazy panic mode to stop ourselves and just, Yes, just like yes, take that deep be. breath. Mm-hmm. It should be like almost a trigger, like um, like a safeguard switch that goes off when you're starting to feel that panic or anxiety or whatever it is. Like, yeah. okay, something is out of my control. It should something should hopefully, and if, you know what? With training and um, and it doesn't take that long, guys. When I say training, I'm to training to breathe. <laughs> you know, when you practice these things, these well being practices they will become like second nature, second nature and yeah. you will remember to breathe and yes. just have to practice it. And it, and it, it'll come in. I almost said come in clutch, but I don't know if that's, I guess that's the right way to yeah, say it'll that. It'll come in clutch. <laughs> it'll come in and it'll help you out. <laughs> I love it. Um, so another thing that we can mention and we can talk about um, the importance of setting up a routine um, after a move, that's probably yes. one of, that's my number one thing. <laughs> um, yes. But also um, self-care and keeping up with your self-care, especially during a chaotic time in life. Like I know for me, when I've had to go through massive grief and loss, sometimes you forget you just don't shower or you don't eat healthy or you don't eat at all because all this stuff going on. And one of the things that I really stress for people that are going through stressful times especially grief is don't skip out on your self-care like still take care of yourself and do the things that make you feel good and Rhonda and I talk about anchors anchors in your day of things that are non-negotiable like these make you feel good about your day mine's you know going for a daily walk that's something I will always do I know Rhonda you love the daily walks too and we don't always get around to them but if you make those your anchor that's part of your self-care and that's part of like what keeps you centered, you know, and balanced. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love this so much. The routine part of it. Um, and I want to say there's like, there should be like a word for when you're in uh, some sort of transition, but I can't think of the word for it. But I'm keeping, um, maybe I'll call them anchors or like those mm-hmm. constants that you have. Yeah. Like uh, my nighttime tea with chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that's something I can still do in the hotel. And it's something me... you can control. Yes, yeah. something I can control. It's that comfort that I um, have felt, you know, that I've impl- implemented probably over the last year of my little tea and chocolate at nighttime. And it may sound really tiny, and it is, but it makes me feel so good, and it makes me feel like I have a little bit of control over what's going on, and it, it brings me that huge amount of comfort, and it's mm-hmm. a tiny thing that I can do. Or another example is I have a speaker for my shower and I brought it 
so that I can use it in TLF because I listen to audiobooks or podcasts while I'm in the shower and something about that just grounds me and I just feel like my complete self yeah (laughs) which might sound weird because it's such a small thing but um I mean I guess you could just play your phone next to the shower and whatever and I used to do that but then Mm -hmm. I discovered that they have waterproof waterproof speakers speakers. (laughs) (laughs) I love that right there in the shower and it's like I'm in the book you know and I just that's a time that is so special to me like taking a shower can can be really therapeutic um totally if not completely necessary but (laughs) (laughs) absolutely those little things I'm just listening to my audiobook while I'm taking a shower it's really special to me and it makes me feel like that huge comfort that I felt when I did have a home you know right a place to call home so yeah totally and that's keeping sticking to things with your routine because now Obviously, your routine's going to be completely turned upside down when you're going through a move, but or when you're traveling, like everything can be off. But having those things, like you at your tea and your chocolate at night, um, or <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, whatever those things are, like pick a couple things and make sure you prepare and you prep yourself to be able to have that and to still do that for yourself. Like when we travel and we go visit family, um, I make sure that I bring a couple of my favorite teas so that I can have yeah. that. Um, Because that's something I like in the morning is to have tea and or coffee, usually both. (laughs) Um, But I like having that and I want to make sure like whatever it is, I bring along what I need to make that happen. And I like, I don't like Starbucks sugary drinks. So I like to make sure I bring my own, you know, stevia or um, whatever it is that I want. You know, I bring that or I keep it in my car actually. Um, (laughs) so I always have it and I can make sure that like, even though I'm stressed out, I don't have to go off my plan of eating food that makes me feel good or exercising. Like there's always ways to still do those things. So, and I like that. I want to point out that, um, we both did this during our moves. We packed a gym bag. (laughs) Yeah. I can't see mine, but it is. It's back there. It's. I made sure that I had everything in there that will make me feel completely prepared. Yes. A lot of things that we talked about in, our, in uh, what, two lives ago about, or maybe that was last week, about the equipment you can take. Yes. Um, the slider discs and the resistance band. I've got it all because I know that's going to ground me. And now that I, okay, there's another part to this too. If you're moving, um, it's, it's likely that you will have had to, you know, watch the packers come, or maybe you had to pack everything yourself and move everything out, but you have to clean the house also. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that prevent you from keeping up your constants. Like maybe you don't have time to go on your walk because, or you're exhausted because you were cleaning the house or something like that. But the fact that you have things for when you do have the time right will help you a lot too because even though I haven't had the time to actually use the stuff in my gym bag right away I am comforted just by its presence yeah knowing that you have that as an option it's better to have it right and then like maybe not have the time rather than not have it and have all the time yes exactly so just another thought to point out there Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So another thing, like with with prepping, um, I know Ron and I both on my last move and her current move, we didn't have much time. I think you had two months, or you had eight weeks, and I had seven weeks notification. Yes. Um, and these it's are cross country moves. <laughs> guys, this is crazy. Craziness. Elaine and I are literally going through the same thing, but a year apart. Like when you guys departed on the on March twenty. March twenty fifth is the day we 25th? left California. 
and you're leaving you March 24th. We're, yeah, we're leaving on the 24th. It's crazy. I can't even believe this. The parallel? Yeah, it's insane. Um, but something that I know in my own experience, and I'm sure, Rhonda, you can attest to this, is even though we had a short time period, um, we recognize that this is going to be, has the potential to be very stressful. And like having a tribe, um, a select group, you know, small group of people or a couple people that you trust, you feel comfortable with, and you let them know like, hey, this is going on. FYI, I might need an ear, you know, I might need your ear to just hear me vent or I might need your shoulder to cry on kind of thing. It's super important to have that support no matter what you're going through in your life. And that's not just, you know, about moves, but especially like I always bring up the example of losing my best friend and it was helpful to to tell people and I had to vocalize my emotions because that's part of it. A lot of times we internalize, we compartmentalize and we don't want to say like, hey, we're struggling. I had to say, today's really hard for me. I might need a little slack. I might need some extra help because I'm really struggling. And being able to say that to people that you trust is so important and to have that. And whether like, I know Rhonda, like you are that person for me sometimes. And we're, we're distance, we're geographically separated, but communication or um, technology brings us together. So yes. super important. And I know there's been times where you're like, oh my God, it's happening, you know? And you're just like, <laughs> you just want to have someone else like there with you, like whether they're like, on the sidelines or they're you know in front of you trying to help keep pulling you in a different direction whatever it is you know or behind you trying to keep pushing you forward you know it's really important to have that yeah it's important to um to clue people in you know like even what am I trying to say here because sometimes people will just assume that you're having and it's not wrong of them but they may wrongfully um unknowingly assume that you're having a completely normal day or a time or whatever right So that's important for them to know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. And just because, I mean, we're military spouses, um, so people think we're we're used to moving around all the time. Like, I get that all the time. Oh, you must be so used to it. And it's like, yeah, I've gotten more efficient at moving, but that doesn't mean it's not easy saying goodbye to friends and family or completely having to uprooting your whole life all the time. So, yeah. um, yeah, I guess just check on your strong friends, you know, or reach out Sometimes if you see that. they're thing. the ones that need it the most. Yeah, absolutely, yes. 100%. And with all that said, we talk about things being temporary all, all the time. time. Everything's yes. temporary, right? I mean, feelings, emotions, houses, temporary, <laughs> material belongings, <laughs> temporary, you know, Um I feel like, I don't know about you, Rhonda, but when I think about things as, like, temporary, like, I have this lotion over here. Let me see if I can reach it. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much, but I know that it's temporary. Like, one day I'm going to run out of it, and I'll go to the store, and they'll discontinue it. Like, it's freaking temporary. <laughs> I know, it's so stupid, but... No, it's not. It's true. These glasses are temporary. Like, my prescription will change. I'll get new glasses. But everything (laughs) in life is temporary. When you can look at it through that lens, I almost feel like it gives you more gratitude for the present moment and you have more capacity to enjoy your life right now. 
absolutely. Totally agree with that. Oh my gosh, I was listening to an excerpt. For, I sent you like 12 of them this morning from Brandon Burchard. Uh, I was just on a kick last night for his podcast because I just really needed something positive to um, go to sleep to. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really long day. Yesterday we cleaned our whole house and um, and just like walking through it being completely empty and like that's where we lived for the last three years like that was our space and now it's it went from our home to our house and then we will pass it on you know back to the people on base but it's like what did he say uh the mortality motivation or something like that oh my gosh I wish I'd written it down next time I'll be a little more specific but he said something like once you know that your life is gonna end you'll you'll live yeah for it or something like that Totally. And it was just like, whoa, whoa. oh my gosh. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so not to get too like crazy about, well, life is temporary, but like live as if you're dying, you you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's really valid. And I actually think about that quite often. Um, I try to like, yeah, just remind myself, like, I'm not always going to be here. And so it's like the one quote about, you know, the, the, wealthiest place in the world of knowledge is in the graveyard because all the people that passed away there they had how many dreams and ideas and knowledge that they have that died with them and that's like lights a fire under my ass all the time and when I think about like everything I have that I want to put out into the world I'm like let's go (laughs) like let's get it out there I mean at least get things into rough draft stages so if you know, you're gone, like, people can be like, oh, wow, look what they're working on. (laughs) I think about that, too, and I'm like, please, someone roll with that crazy idea I had. Yeah, yeah, I mean, get it out there, like, I, if you're passionate about it, like, but yeah, I love what you said about Brendan Burchard and how he, I'll have to listen to that podcast um, that you sent me, and the mortality, what, I want to hear what it's, what he calls it, because that's so, so relevant, and so, Uh like, like I said, man, it lights a fire when you think about your life that way yes and the thing about it though the key is like every day you have to renew that spark um and that may sound like well every day i have to remind myself to like well every day you gotta brush your teeth it's it's the same thing (laughs) it's a good thing it's it's really good you need to let yourself up and um and and go (laughs) yeah get up and go and like yeah, I mean, you get up and you, you brush your hair, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you do all those things. Like, why not just quick 30 seconds to remind yourself that you're not immortal and that your time is coming? You know, like yeah. every day lived is one day closer to death. <laughs> like, it's kind of <laughs> morbid, but, you know, I mean. I think you guys understand where we're going with that. Right. I, I yes. hope so. I yeah, I hope so. <laughs> no we're thinking about life yeah exactly um but from the context that it's quantified right like you only have so much of it um exactly okay so any final thoughts before we kind of wrap things up and then do you have any questions of the day um I think just I want to go back I briefly mentioned it um sort of at the beginning like having gratitude finding the gratitude in everything um even with the chaos and the dust flying around you and the tornadoes of life happening the grounding can be found with gratitude I think also like while we were cleaning the house yesterday it took freaking almost all day but 
I would be constantly reminding myself, like, I'm so grateful that we had this house to live in. Like, it was a really nice house for us, and it served a great um, purpose and um, shelter for us and, you know, safe space. And when I would turn a corner and just, like, try to remember, like, how it felt when when all our things were there, you know? Like, I'm so grateful that we had this room for this or that I was able to convert this room into an office for all my creative stuff. Yeah. You know, just like think like those are just examples of what you can find in in your whatever's happening in your life right Right. now in your chaos is that gratefulness and that gratitude, and it's really just important to have generally when you're not in chaos, right? (laughs) uh, Even more so when you are, yeah, because it'll help you ground and it'll help you move forward with intention and gratitude, and that just always feels good, and it's just more positive and better to be in that state. Right. And there's always, always, always something to be grateful for. Always. Yes. Um, So I love that we're closing out with gratitude. And I have a question of the day. It's kind of just fun and simple. But what is your favorite Froyo flavor? Favorite frozen yogurt flavor? You can only pick one. You can only pick one. (laughs) Um, My first thought was coconut, but I think I really just like... Oh my gosh, I don't know. You go. Okay. Uh, my favorite ever is Snickerdoodle. And I've only ever had it at one place in California, like a mom and pop shop. Um, and oh it's so gosh. amazing. It's so good. I actually, the owner would text me when it's in uh, so that I could go get some. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I, I honestly just don't get it that often, but yeah. I, I, you know well, what? ice Maybe cream. I should get some more. In my life. Yeah, well, okay, so my favorite ice cream right Yeah, just now go with called, that. It's called, I don't know if I'm saying this right, so I hope I don't say anything that's offensive, but Ube Macapuno. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's like a purple ice cream. It's made from, um, like, yams. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it has, like, coconut in it, and it's got pieces of something in it, and it's just, oh, it's purple, okay. and it's so good, and it doesn't taste like anything too sweet but it has this powerful flavor, flavor? to it I just, oh, wow I love it. i'll try to i'll look it up and i'll type it into the comments so you can be like <laughs> oh she's saying it super wrong thanks for butchering that Rhonda. No, oh always. my gosh yeah good That's question so awesome. <laughs> um well i'm so glad that we got to do this and i'm excited you know, for your journey and what we come up with next week will be super fun and um yeah yes next week will literally be in a completely new place. I think by next Thursday we'll be in a new state. So, yes. Bear with us with whatever happens. Um, I, th- I probably will be able to join for a little bit until we get started on the road. But, yes, we'll be yeah. back with some more topics. If you have any requests, let yes. us know. Let us know. This crazy time. Yes, totally. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> All right. Uh, Well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we hope you guys stay safe and healthy, and have a great day. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah.